I shot a guy right in front of me. He fell in a hole with me with a sack of charge, a sack of explosions, and blew my left arm off. I was reading back from my shotgun, trying to grab it, and I realized my arm had gone. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all thy fears are gone. Cleeb McClary, a former U.S. Marine who fought in the Vietnam War, is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. You might say it's a miracle that Cleeb McClary made it out of the Vietnam jungle alive. But that was only the beginning of what God had planned for his life. GPS. God. People. Stories. We'll talk more about Cleve McClary's experience in Vietnam, but first, let's go back a few years. Cleve grew up in South Carolina. He enjoyed playing sports and hunting and fishing. He thought about joining the military after high school, but his dad wouldn't let him. So Cleve went on to college, and then he began a career that he had always wanted. I was a high school football coach and had some pretty good teams, and we were really blessed, and I had a chance to be a graduate assistant at the University of South Carolina. But coaching wouldn't last long for Klebe. One day after a football game, he saw something that shook him to the core. A college student was burning the American flag in protest of the Vietnam War. Klebe was shocked to see someone burning the flag of the country he loved. It affected him so much that he decided to quit his coaching job and volunteer for the Marine Corps. He was sent to Paris Island for training, and he quickly rose up the ranks. They needed officers, so they... I had a college education. They pulled me out from there and sent me to Quantico and the training there, and from there to Vietnam. That was 1967. As Lieutenant Klebe led a recon team whose job was to gather intelligence. Klebe says when he first arrived in Vietnam, things really weren't that bad. I love my men, love love the work we were doing and all, but back then when we went in the area, they dropped leaflets and told the enemy when we were coming and where to go for food, where to go for shelter. They could turn in a one of these little leaflets we dropped and get enough money to retire on for a year almost. Klebe says those leaflets had one of two effects. Either the enemy accepted the money and cleared out of the area, or they built up a strong resistance in anticipation of U.S. forces. Lieutenant McClary experienced the second of those two effects. On March 5, 1968, several hundred Vietnamese soldiers ambushed his battalion as they moved up a hill. Had a suicide squad hit us. I cleared a punchy pit and got in the bottom of that, and my radio man McCormick to the left, three men in a foxhole to my right. By the way, punji pits were a commonly used trap in the Vietnam War. It was a hole in the ground that was hidden by branches and leaves with extremely sharp sticks pointing up from the bottom. And it is at the bottom of one of those punji pits where we rejoin Klebe and his story. A suicide squad came up, and I shot a guy right in front of me. He fell in a hole with me with a satchel charge, a sack of explosions, and... Uh, blew, blew my left arm off. I was uh, reading back from my shotgun, trying to grab it, and I realized my arm had gone. As he struggled to fight in hand-to-hand combat with only one arm, a grenade landed next to Lieutenant McClary. This young Marine, Ralph Johnson, jumped on it and covered it with his stomach, blew himself in half to save my life and the life of two Marines with him, and he's the one who got the Medal of Honor. A few minutes later, another grenade came close to taking McClary's life. I got up, tried to get keep my men fighting and get back where I had eight men in a bomb crater back behind me. And um, before I got back to them, a grenade hit me in the legs and took my legs out from under me. And uh, it, was, it was a pretty long night. 
The entire battalion was in serious danger. Lieutenant McClary called for air support, and he was told that a helicopter would be there in the morning. Klebe told his radio man to relay the message that he and his men didn't have that much time. He said, to tell them, forget it. We're not going to be here at daylight. Pilots reconsidered 3 a.m. the first bird landed. They put my two dead, five wounded on that chopper as it lifted. About 150 enemy just covered the hill. Five more minutes, nobody got out of there alive. So Klebe narrowly escaped death that night, but he still had a long road ahead of him. He needed two and a half years of surgery and rehab to deal with the loss of his left arm and left eye. And during that time, even with his wife Deanna by his side, Lieutenant McClary almost gave up on getting well. He remembers what was going through his mind at one of his lowest points. Man, if I died, it'd be better than this. And we hadn't been married long. I just figured my wife could do a lot better. But God wasn't finished with Cleve McClary. While he was recovering, he and Deanna went to see a Christian speaker named Billy Zioli. Cleve vividly remembers the message he heard because it changed his life forever. He said, there are two kind of fools in this world, a fool for Christ and a fool for others. He said, whose fool are you? Whose fool are you? I knew that night whose fool I've been all my life. See, Deanna and I, we had Bible study, prayer, family devotion. I impressed her. She impressed me, but God wasn't impressed. But we, we knew all about God, and we had him in our head, but we'd never invited him in our heart. And that night, my wife and I went forward and knelt and prayed and confessed our sins in a very personal way. Invited the Lord Jesus to come dwell in our hearts. And we found with the real joy, the real life, the real peace, so many are searching for. It comes with that personal relationship with a living Savior. It changed my life, I guarantee you. God showed Cleve the difference between knowing about God and being in a relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ. Before he surrendered his heart to Jesus, Cleve believed that just being a good person was enough to please God. He even remembers thinking about that when he almost died in Vietnam. I think I hollered out loud, oh God, not me. Man, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I go to Sunday school church, I'm a good old boy. Why me, Lord? But sometimes I think we got to get our feet knocked out from under us before we look up. And God didn't cause that, but he allowed it and he used it to change my life. Because of that change in Cleve's life, he started to tell people his story and about the freedom and forgiveness that is only found in Christ. We'd go, my wife and I, room to room and witness the other wounded Marines, some of them both arms off, both legs off, some blind. And uh, we did a lot there in the hospital. And somebody would say, well, you got to come to my church. You got to come to my school. You got to come to Rotary Club or Lions Club or whatever. And we went everywhere. <laughs> and Cleve McClary has been just about everywhere. Since his time in Vietnam, he's traveled across the United States and to 30 different countries. He talks to all sorts of groups, business professionals, high school and college students, professional sports teams. In fact, tens of thousands of people have heard Lieutenant McClary's story. But Klebe says he would have never wanted to be a speaker if he didn't know Jesus Christ on a personal level. Oh, no. I guarantee you, that was the last thing I thought I'd ever do. He, he just opened so many doors. We kept going, I think. In 47 years, we, we averaged about 250 times a year. One year, I spoke 452 times or something like that. And what exactly does the lieutenant share during those speeches? God wants to bless you. He wants to help your ministry, your, your job, your family, your school life, whatever. The devil wants to destroy you. 
He will your marriage, your, your career, your country. You're going to read your Bible and pray and study and grow, or, or you're going to go the other way. And I'm telling you, one's a blessing and one's not. There's a big difference. I'm not saying you got to get blown up or go bankrupt or have a divorce or have a child die or something like that. But uh, sometimes it takes something to, to make us look a little deeper than in uh and listen maybe a little better than probably something we've heard all our life. We just hadn't listened. But uh, it's changed my life for eternity, I guarantee you. You know, your life can be changed for eternity too. You can be forgiven of your sins and have a personal relationship with God's Son, Jesus Christ. We can tell you more about starting that relationship at our website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, Lieutenant McClary will share how he and his wife continue to help meet the spiritual and physical needs of military service members. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. When a person receives Christ as Lord and Savior, Satan immediately launches his attack. Billy Graham. He will do everything in his power to tempt and discourage by causing doubts. Therefore, the Bible warns that the Christian life is not a bed of roses, but a battle of warfare, a conflict. This fierce battle also rages in the hearts of men. This warfare is described in Scripture as a terrific, desperate, hand-to-hand battle. Tremendous issues of life and death, defeat and destruction are at stake, for it is no ordinary combat. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, said Jesus. For those that would live triumphantly in Christ Jesus, there is a price to pay. Yes, the battle rages between the forces of God and the forces of Satan. Which side are you on? If you're a Christian, if you've surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, then you're on the winning side. You can make up your mind today. You can receive Christ as your Savior now and change your allegiance to Christ. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Jim Kirkland and Phil Fleischman. On this episode, Cleve McClary has been sharing how God used his nightmare experience in the Vietnam War to lead him to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Today, the former U.S. Marine makes it his life's mission to spread the good news of Jesus Christ as a motivational speaker. And he and his wife also have a special ministry to those still in the military. We keep a lot of troops with us, a lot of folks. Um, my wife does love in a box and sends boxes, packages at Christmas time mm-hmm. to troops all over the world trying to get them things that they need and everything. And we, we let them stay with us when they get back home on leave and all and try to minister to them. We want to say thank you to Lieutenant Cleve McClary, not only for joining us on this episode of GPS, but even more so for his service to the nation. Also, a special thank you to everyone who has served or is serving in the U.S. military, including present company in this studio. Phil, thank you for your service in the U.S. Naval Reserves. It is an honor to serve. This is GPS, God, People, Stories, and I am Phil Fleischman. I'm Jim Kirkland. Thank you so much for listening. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. I pledge my allegiance to Jesus, my King.